the royal family. I hope everyone is doing great. This is your host, Roy Simayumbo, your healing and transformation coach. I want to have a just discussion, another discussion, and talk about the relationship that a girl should have with her father. Why is it so crucial, vital, and important? We just celebrated Father's Day, and uh, many, many are suffering from the fatherless and father wound. I was one of them who never had a father. Well, let's say that I had a biological father, but I did not grow up with my father. Our relationship was, what is it, slash complicated at the beginning for the first almost 15 years of my life. My father and my mother separated when I was just three years old. And since I was three years old, I lived with my mom. She was the only family I knew. And I barely heard about my father, but the good thing is, my mom never, never, never told me anything bad about my father. She never criticized him wrongly. She never denied him or, you know, degrading him in front of me, which I kind of always respected. She always talked about him in a good way in front of me. And one thing she reassured me was, was always like, your father is proud of you. Whatever you're doing, he's proud of you and he wants you to do well. And uh, I remember there was time that I asked him, mommy, where's my father? Can I see my father? Because, you know, every time she had to go to school or we needed a school, like, you know, parent meeting, uh, you know, parent conference and pick up my, you know, my grades. Because back home, we literally had to uh, ability in like, a, you know, um, a great sheet that a parent has to come physically and sign. And anytime it was only my mom, and I would see, I was kind of jealous and sad, where I always see older kids with the two parents. So at this moment, I wish my father was there. And I always ask my mom, where is my father? Why is my father never come? Uh, he doesn't love me, blah, blah, blah. So I had so many, I would say, angriest, uh, hateness. I mean, I was really, really mad at him, you know. I was like, how dare he, how can you just drop him, drop you like this? And and literally for years, my mom was just talking. And then one day she finally told me the stories behind the, the cultural stuff, the fight that they had between her sister, I mean, uh, her husband to, uh, at, at the time and his sister. I was, there was so many strikes and stuff. And she was like, for my sake and for your sake, I need you just, you know, to, to get out. So literally she was the one who kind of ran away. Because it was kind of, uh, the environment was toxic. She was verbally abused, mentally abused. She was really tired. And um, for the for another story of mine, the way I came, before me, they lost two child. My father and my mom lost two child. So she had two, she had one miscarriage and one child that was born uh, and probably only last for like a few months or probably a year or two and died. So I was really like the the miracle child and she wanted to make sure that i wasn't growing up in that toxic environment where they would argue all the time uh you know my father wasn't perfect he had his flaws but you know that's what it is they would argue all the time uh his family side was not liking my mom like my mom so they were always 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 finding way uh you know either to criticize her and uh, anytime they would come and visit when they leave of course, I always talk about negative energy. They will leave the neg- negative energy, and then my father and her will start fighting. I uh, will start, like, you know, arguing and stuff, and it wasn't really pleasant for my mom. 
I kind of salute her at, at, at some point, you know, that I I would have not want my, my child to grow up in that toxic environment, like my third one, the last, the one that kind of survived after the two that I lost. So I was really like the only hope she had. And uh, she was like, no, I know it was hard. I know it wasn't fair, but I thought that I did a, a good idea. And I was like, I was never ungrateful. I was I always, until today, I always appreciate my mom. I always, I love her more than anything to really stepping in and uh, making that decision. Because I know a lot of women would rather stay in that toxic environment just because, you know, or the sake of either marriage or so many things, you know, or not being seen. Not being seen or not being, you know, just like, or being fear of the family, like saying that I don't know what my family think about. But she did not think about what her family wouldn't think about. She just left. And uh, it was hard. I know it was hard for her. I wasn't talking, so I didn't know it was hard, if it was hard for me. And all I knew is it was like, I miss my father, yes, but I'm glad that she had that option that a lot of women don't have. And, um, even when I'm thinking years, years, years later, I was like, I don't know if I would have survived if you would not have been there. So my mom is like a support system. I call her my first mentor because she really taught me resilience from the young age. She really taught me to really fight for yourself, fight for your dream because nobody would do it. So father and I, who like, like I was saying, we didn't have a conversation, we didn't have a relationship, so to speak. But what I know. He said he was a nice man. He was really a nice man. Like I said, he had his ups and downs. But he was a nice man. He was a good man. And handsome too. And I, I like to call him in, in French, mon joli papa ou mon beau papa. In la, my handsome dad. Because he was cute. <laughs> and my mom always teased me by saying that you're just like cute, like your, your father and stuff. And I have a lot of his traits, like the gap in my teeth with my dad. Uh, you know, literally when you will see my dad, you will see me. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a handsome guy. And uh, so when I had to meet him later on in life, when I had my, my teen pregnancy, <laughs> You know, and uh, it was hard to face him because we had to go and my mom had to, you know, kind of let him aware what was going on, you know, when I was raped at the age of 11 and I become pregnant. It was really when I had to meet the one that I never met for the first time. My first experience going to the, going to the adulthood was not a pleasant experience. And uh, after that trauma, I had to face my father and go to him and you know what until today i'm so grateful and even though i was at the time i had a grunge of, of, of him like i just wanted to punch him in the face I, I was painting myself story like the day i see this man i'm gonna tell him everything i think i'm just gonna <laughs> you know like just a just a child i was a hungry child i was i was just a child and uh, so anything that i would that one, i was just i just had a scenario like if i see him i would do this and that but the moment i see him it was in a different perspective so I literally, um, I literally, what I did is that since we met him in that condition, and I'm kind of really glad and thankful the way my uh, my father handled, uh, you know, what happened to me. I remember clearly what he said. It's like princess because he called me princess. Uh, was this princess? 
what happened it wasn't your fault you know things happen in life but i want you to know that your dad loves you i was like what in my mind of course i didn't say that uh your dad loves you and uh your mom is a good woman so it was kind of we always talking to about this this uh, uh you know this other woman my mom uh, nicely i was like what is wrong with those people they like each other in distance they compliment each other and they don't they never wanted to live together but anyways <laughs> that was just a parenthesis so it was like okay what happens you understand it's life but i just want you to really keep studying do everything you would do so that you know your child will have uh you know a better life and today so keep on fighting i just want to tell you that i'm proud of you i'm proud of what you have done i'm really sorry that has happened to you but you know it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay be strong and i'm telling y'all from the shame that i was living there's a plan on my top from the shame that i was living to really hear from a man that i never knew that very first time we had a conversation telling reassuring me telling me that it's gonna be okay i was just like my mind was blown away my mind was really blown away what am I sharing that with you? That make, that make me reminder. That was like the first story. First story of my encounter with my father. A lot of you guys, a lot of many women have never had a father. They either had a father that was absentee. That means that he was there physically, but emotionally he was, he was out. Some other women lost their father. So they are orphans. Other the father never like they never even known the father so so many cases everybody uh had a different father so i interview a woman and i'll share the story later on in the other episode how she told me that she had she confessed to me that she had three fathers so we'll listen to that episode later on and i just wanted to really share that because everybody has different everybody has a father today as a christian god had become my father thank god I call him Father God, I call him Abba, I call him El Shaddai. He is the God of everything. He gives me everything that I need more than, it satisfies me more than a feast. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I, I've learned that I was created perfectly, that I was not a mistake, that my life counted, that I had a, a divine destiny, that I had a purpose and a mission to fulfill in life. And that, those are really the things that once I, once I, I had that relationship with God and I, when I really become a Christian and gave my life to Christ, my, really like the hatred that I had with my father, the, the, I mean, everything that was inside of me really changed. I started forgiving him for everything he has done. Was it an easy process? No. I had to forgive him, I had to let go. I had to kind of even have compassion like this man would have been was probably scared was probably scared of you know because my mom left and she was kind of a strong character and you wouldn't you wouldn't even want to argue with her so he probably make a decision to um you know just to let her be because if that was gonna make her happy so he couldn't he wouldn't fight with her uh fight with her whatsoever and of course, they didn't think about the consequences of the child. So, like many parents don't, many adults. 
and uh, I'm not blaming. So I learned to have compassion. I learned to forgive. I learned to really just love him as my father, okay? In a different way, I had to, had to kind of create a relationship. So from that, that moment on, we were seeing each other at least once or twice a month because we we're living in the same city. And uh, when I came here, because I already had made a decision to forgive him when I came here, um, my first summer, yeah, first summer, my father accidentally, unfortunately, passed away in, uh, in uh, next December. So just a few months, my very, very, very fr uh, first Christmas abroad, I was mourning, I was grieving my father. That I never knew that I just started learning to love because I loved him. And, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, my father, my, my mom called me in the afternoon, on a Sunday afternoon, coming from church. I remember I was leaving, uh, you know, just moving from, uh, from a new place uh, so that I could go. And so I was staying with uh, some friends. Meanwhile, I was waiting for my apartment uh, to be ready. And I was dressed up nice and uh, just entered the apartment when my mom called me. By the time it was hard because we were talking to each other once once a week or once every other week because you had to, uh, I had a uh, calling call, I had to buy uh, calling calls. That would only last like 15 or 20 minutes. The max sometimes 10 minutes when it becomes scared. So she called me and I pick up the phone. And uh, hello, say hello mommy. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? How is everybody? Uh, are we good? And, uh, and she asked me, okay, are you okay? I said, I'm okay. Uh, have you eaten something? You know, moms, they always ask if you're eating anything. So I said, yes, I've eaten anything. And uh, I was like, okay. It's Sunday and stuff. So I was like, I, do you have any uh, friends or anybody around you? And I was like, what did she ask me if I have anybody around? I said, well, my friends, you know, the people I live with in uh, the house with me. But she was like, are they really close to you and stuff? I said, yeah. I, uh, they are here and then everybody's doing their thing. She was like, okay. Um, I have something to tell you. I was like, what is it, mommy? Uh, something that is, not, that is not good. I was like, uh-oh. Are you sick, mommy? Is everything okay and stuff? She was like, no, I'm okay. It's not about me. And then she dropped the bomb. Your father, your father just left us. I said, what do you mean he just left us? And uh, a few weeks, like a week or two, I was trying to reach him and he was in a taxi, you know, and he could not hear me. So he told me that he was going <laughs> to call me back. And literally that was just to say, because he, he never called me back. I was going to call back. So I was like, oh, I'll call, you know how we get busy. Later on, I would know that was literally the, the last conversation that I had with my father. I'll call you back. How many times have I told, have we told people that we call them back and we don't, we never did. And then we found out the people are gone. And that was the case. So say, she said, your father is gone, baby. He's gone. He's not here no more. I just had the, the heels that I had, the outfit that I have. I just dropped everything on the floor, crashed like a baby, started weeping. No, mommy, no, don't tell me that. No, no, no. I started crying, like crying. And she was really like, oh my God, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, it is what it is, you just have to... I said, no, this cannot be, I just spoke to him last week. It was fine, what happened? And she kind of told me 
what happened and stuff. So I was really, really, really sad. So my father passed away. So I lost him. It's been almost 15 years. And, uh, you know, Father Day, Father's Day, I always think about it. It's like, at the same time, I wish my father was here every single day. I wish it had seen my kids. I wish the day I'll get married, it would be there, it would be the one. Because like I see all the girls uh, whom father is holding their hand. And on Father's Day, I really sit down and, and think again about him. I miss him, Daddy. I say, Daddy, I miss you. I wish you were here. I wish I could just tell you that I, I love you. That, you know, that you are just my hero. That you... I didn't, I didn't want you to be perfect. I just wanted to be my father. I just wanted my father. I wish you were there when men were, you know, just abusing me or not like respecting me. I wish you were there to protect my mom for any man. I wish you were there just to hold me. I wish you were there to read me a story at night. I wish you were there to play with me at the park. I wish you were there to just like teach me some stuff, no? I wish you were there just to tell me, Princess, you got it. I wish you were there to see me grow. I wish you were there to see my, to read my first book that I ever published. I wish you were there to walk with me and see me graduating with honors. I wish you were there just to see me speaking, having my speaking engagement and being there more. Oh, I wish you would be so proud of me. I bet you would be so proud of your daughter. I wish you would be just like, yes, that's my daughter. I want to hear your voice, Daddy. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I can still see your smile. That was looking just like mine. I wish I could just be there with you in the kitchen. I wish I could just sit and have those little conversation we used to have. The way one maybe had it. I wish I would just hold you in my hand and just tell you, Daddy, I love you. Daddy, I'm so thankful that you were my daddy. I wish I could just look at you in the eyes and fell asleep in your arm. I wish I could just be that girl, that normal girl with a fighter. I wish everything that I wanted to do with you. I have so, daddy, I have so many things that I wanted us to do together. I wanted us to drive together. I wanted us to fly together. I wanted us to go to slide together. I wanted us to just blow both the cakes together. Daddy, but you left me earlier. You left me without saying goodbye. You left me without even warning me that you were gonna go home that soon because you were young when you left. You left me without even notice. I miss you, Daddy. I miss you so much. I miss you, Daddy. But I'm so grateful that where you are, you're probably in peace, better peace than here. And you know what I'm most proud of, Daddy? That before you left, I forgave you. Yes, I forgave you, Daddy. I forgave you. I used to be mad, but now I'm not mad. I'm grateful that I was able to know you. I was able to have a conversation with you. I was able to just look at you in the eyes. I was able to hear your voice before you left. So I know your voice, Daddy. I know your voice. I know that is you. I know you. I know you. And I know that you love me. I know that you're proud of me. I know that 
everything that you want is with me. I know that you are an amazing fighter. I know that you've done the best that you could. I'm not mad anymore, daddy. I'm not mad anymore. I love you, daddy. And I'm so grateful that I am your daughter. I'm so grateful that I am your daughter. I will your DNA. Thank you, daddy, for everything you've done. Happy Father's Day in heaven, daddy. I love you, your daughter.